like he works in a furniture store. His name is Gary. Gary. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a special guest for this 30th anniversary edition of the Jolly Boys podcast. We, he starred in the 2002 Christmas special, Strange on the Shore. We've got the one and only, N Nabil Elouabi, who played Gary. Hey, Gary. Hey. Hello. 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 Au revoir. Hello, Nabil. Thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure. I mean that. I always find, it, I always find myself kind of hesitating because it sounds like such an actory thing to say it's a pleasure to be here yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but it really is it's a pleasure well, it's and, a pleasure uh, to have you thank on you, thank you thank you for asking me well we've wanted you on the podcast for i'm going to say almost a year now so it's really amazing to have you with us tonight and for the 30th anniversary really of the jolly boys outing it just mm. all makes it for us so thank you so much for coming on the show yeah you're the yeah. You're you can you can thank um, you can thank my my agent for keeping me unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a joke. I'm not too reverential. It's all fine. I just it's great because I'm quiet. You know, I think the last time we spoke, I was doing um, our girl BBC One drama, which we'll have to talk about later. Yeah, um, yes, yes, uh, which is going to be I think, if I'm not mistaken. Due to be screened in um, March, I believe, 2020. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Quality. Time is that. amazing. Good. Good. Okay, so here's your first question, Nabil. Were you a fan of the show before your casting for the role of Gary? Okay, great question. Was I a fan of the show before my first casting? The truth of the matter is this. I was very familiar with the show. I knew it was a show that was iconic, but no, I wasn't. I wasn't familiar with the show. I, I, you know, if you'd have told me pre-2002, you know, do you remember the episode with the chandeliers, or do you remember, you know, do you remember Waterloo? I, I would not be able to to, to to answer you as it with a yes. Um, it was actually my brothers who are devoted fans ah, and okay. who couldn't quite get their noodle around <laughs> the fact that I'd got this job. And it's only in subsequent years when I've revisited those episodes um, that I fully appreciated the genius of uh, you know of Sullivan. And yeah. all those creatives. I mean, you know. So, so no, I wasn't. But yes, I am now. How jealous were your brothers when they found out that you've been cast in Only Fools and Horses? Well, firstly, they were really like they were kind of shell shocked. They were like, "Oh my god!" And you have to bear in mind they came to the live studio audience. Oh, no so, they were, so they were there. We filmed this in White City, and um, I think. Well, here's a funny thing. Part of it. In a sense, they, it was surreal for them, That's, and it still is a bit. But specifically, then that was at the kind of beginning of my career, yeah. and um, they, you know, they hadn't quite, you know, you know, hadn't done. There was no, there wasn't the same currency to the stuff that I'd done, mm. you know, up till then, which had been some theatre and had been some independent films, and of course, I've done some TV, but they were mainly episodic. Mm. So suddenly, I'm thrust into this kind of 
you know, this, this huge show. But I was slightly unaware of it. I would argue the same with, with EastEnders. Of course, I knew what EastEnders was. But I never watched the program. I was never a fan of EastEnders. That's interesting. Um, so you know, even I mean, I, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not embarrassed to admit, but to date, and this is not an exaggeration, I've only I was on EastEnders for eighteen months. I've I've seen two episodes I ever did. I never watched myself on it, wow. and I never watched the show. Wow! I was no, yeah. It was just it it was a, it was just you know I'm not gonna lie. It was a taste thing. I was never really into broad soaps. Now, obviously, the difference with something I'm you know. I say this affectionately toward EastEnders. I mean, of course, it's a hugely popular show, but for me, it lacked the, um, the, um, the, the, you know, I mean, for me, Only Fools and Horses is an iconic piece of television, and it was really, really funny. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it was funny. It, was, it wasn't broad for the sake of broadness. It was like characters that were really, you know, one forgets when you're watching the show the kind of poignant relationship between the brothers, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And how yeah, they absolutely. stick together and the family dynamic. And of course, a lot of it is dressed up as this kind of fluffy, creamy kind of fun thing. But actually, there's a, there's a lot more depth to it. And I think that's why it's lasted so long. Yeah, so that's yeah, a good explanation. Good show, yeah. So, Nabil... So, yes. what was it like working with John Sullivan? What was he like on set? Sort of. Well, John you? Sullivan, for me, will never. You know, God, one of the biggest honours I ever had was this. When I first went in for the job, you will remember that they go to France for the for the booze run. That's yeah, how yeah. they find me. Now, in the original script, they were going to be filming in France with me there in France. Um, so I went in for the audition. I got the job, and then about. You know, I can't remember, but let's just say a few days later, I got a call from my then agent who said to me, I'm really sorry, Nabil. Only Fools and Horses isn't going to work out. There's a date in France, the the, the dates that you're doing in France. At that point, just to give you a context, I was doing a short film, not a short film, an independent feature in Bristol. No, no, sorry, not in Bristol. So that's not, I ended up filming in Bristol. I was doing an independent feature and they, and the dates... There was a clash of dates. Oh dear! And and I was properly crestfallen. I was like, "Oh my god, this is annoying." I was like, "Well, as I've always done, and I continue to do, shows, Just when you start feeling the kind of anguish of it all, you just have to just breathe and say, "It was never mine to lose. It just wasn't meant to be." Right. Okay. That's mm. it. Um, but then I got a call back saying, "Nabil, John Sullivan, because that's who I met at the casting." liked you so much that they they don't they want to use you so they're going to cancel the 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 front stuff you don't have to worry they want you they oh want my you god that is amazing. amazing that's some, that's some so loyalty that is, right there uh, that was the first thing and then obviously getting to know him on set and you know i ended up getting one of those books that he signed and i gave it to my brothers as a gift but you know nice. he was a very open-hearted a twinkle in his eye generous spirited man you know, for somebody so successful, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. He, he lacked any of the kind of megalomania that often you find. Or certainly, if he did it, he buried it deep because I never saw it. Um, he just, yeah, he was just genuinely. It was all about the craft, and you know, to to, to hear from his own lips, mm. him say, "Oh, um, you know, all of these stories in some way have happened, either through me or to indirectly or family." You know, yeah. so he, ha- you know, he just had a kind of a joie de vivre, as they say. You know, he was. He was up for life, man. So I really liked it. I really, really liked it. I mean, he was an amazing, uh, amazing person to be involved with. So, yeah. That's Brilliant. so lovely to hear. It just makes me love Only Falls, Falls and Horses even more. Yeah. You, about, you said about John Sullivan. That's really, really lovely. Yeah. 
Nabil, a lot of the cast that we've interviewed in the past uh, talk about the, the the atmosphere and the energy off off camera as well. Can you recall what that was like where, when you were filming in the scene? Well, it's funny because obviously the main, the main, my main, the strongest memories I have were of doing it at the live studio audience at the BBC. Mm. And um, I think, you know, at that point, I, I was quite, I wouldn't say seasoned, clearly, because I was still early in my career, but I was certainly very, very comfortable being on stage in front of a, an audience. Um, you know, I'd been doing tours, I'd been doing, you know, been on a 50-week tour with the National Theatre, I'd been doing a play at the West Yorkshire Playhouse, so I was very adept at being on stage, and I think that was one of the, the, the things that they really wanted the actor who was going to be playing Gary to have, because, you know, you're going to be in front of a live studio audience, and they don't want anybody that would, you know, understandably let the nerves get the best of them. And I must have come across as super cocky, because I, I, when they said, are you okay with a live studio audience? I was like, okay. I said, I've just been performing to 900 people. I don't care. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was like, <laughs> no, but what I, I guess I, I was very lucky was that I had been doing that theatre, which gave me some confidence. Uh, so it, there wasn't, and especially back in those days, you have to remember that there was... Um, there was a difference, uh, you know, TV actors didn't do a lot of theatre work, and theatre work actors didn't do a lot of TV work. Now, I've been very, very lucky, and this is not just, I mean, this is not just from my own head, from friends around me and my peers, a lot of my friends who do a lot of theatre, you know, I'll die to get a look in for screen work, and they just can't seem to get seen. Yeah. And a lot the same with people who do a lot of regular television. Mm. Now, it's changing, it's definitely changing, because people are... You know, maybe changing for the worst, but people certainly are using TV actors to do theatre work because obviously it brings in an audience immediately. Yeah, um, yeah. But I guess, what, you know, without kind of um, diverting too much from the question, I mean, certainly, you know, it, 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 the atmosphere was there's a real sense of camaraderie nice. around the actors. Now, that's not hard to imagine given that they've been working together for 20 years. Yeah. Uh, so. But, you know, to this day, I'm still friends with Gwyneth Strong. Oh, wow. She's lovely Gwyneth Strong, yeah. You know, we've, you know, she's come to see most of, you know, bless her, she's come along and seen plays that I've done, and, um, you know, we're in regular contact. And, oh, wow. You know, and I, and I see, um, and I often do, like, every other year, I might do a convention where, you know, there's a big signing, and all of the guys turn up. Bar Nicholas and uh, David, yes, but yeah. they, um, uh, they, but you know, so I often see, and there's just this feeling. There's just always been this feeling about, I know, the group of actors that have been involved in that show. Um, I think are actors who don't need to feel to, the desire to be centre of the frame. Yeah, they absolutely. Are actors who 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 work with people and mm. support you, and and that was really apparent. I mean, it was really really apparent. I mean, I was pretty. I was really. God, I was a cocky. Guy. I was really, I was, um, but I think that was the way I dealt with my nerves. I was just super confident. Yeah, I'll do it. I can do that. Um, and it's um, best way sometimes. Well, look, I think it's it's it's. I'd rather that than be completely petrified. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I think eventually what happens is you know you pipe down a bit and you let the work do the talking. And I yeah. think that's what. That's what happened eventually. But, you know, as a young man, I was certainly, you know, I didn't come from an acting community. I didn't come from a kind of a, a, a you know, a social class which was, which was, you know, I'd never been to the theatre. You know, this was not my world per se. Yeah. You know, I was completely going outside of the world that I was familiar with. 
um, you know, and, you know, so with that came a lot of determination and possibly some elbows out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We got you, I think. Okay, brilliant. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, you probably get asked this question all the time, but we're going to ask it again because you're probably really good at answering it. But what what do you think makes your character so iconic in Only Fools and Horses? Because there have been a lot of one-off characters, but everyone knows who you are. Why do you think that is? Well, you know what? Firstly, nobody's ever asked me that. And I mean that. Really? really? Ever asked I'm surprised. Oh, brilliant. From, a, from, a, from, a, from actually, strictly speaking, a kind of structural character analysis of why is it that that character lives so strong i think there's a couple of things he was branded brilliantly well yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know one word one image one word one image i mean that's you know it's almost like a political slogan and 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 the thing what i mean by that in terms of the strength of that kind of clear branding and then of course the choice of the word you know i couldn't be i couldn't look or sound, or act any any further from anyone who's called Gary. Gary, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a complete antithesis of that name, of, of that you know, of that uh, visual narrative. You see this kind of guy who looks scary, who we uh, looks scared rather, who you know we they all think is is you know is an, uh, an immigrant. And remember, this was at a point where you know, and it's still in the news. This idea, you know, there's a fear of refugees and immigrants yes, yeah you know and that was there then and, and remember one of the gags was oh we can't release him and they were worried that um you know in case i spoke for the police but they were worried maybe maybe i work for ikea that was the joke yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does he look like he works on the furniture store what was on the news all the time was mm. al-qaeda yes mm, al-qaeda yeah. Yeah. so of course you know we forget the kind of outer political ramifications mm. you know that this, so there's a kind of context from which Sullivan was writing, which was so relevant too. Yeah, great know, and, that, and that brilliant line is, does he look like he works in a furniture store? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So then, of course, for that kind of fear to be presented, but then to be repackaged and presented as a guy called Gary, who is like Gary down the road. Everybody knows Gary. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I mean, it's it's not accidental. That's that is comedy genius man Absolutely. That, that's, that's quality of writing that's not ac- mm-hmm. that's not like some accidental thing do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah when you break it down the way you have you can just see how how marvellous John's brain was to sort of yeah, exactly. you know dream up that concept when you Absolutely. went when you went to the casting for the role were you aware yeah. of your lines or how long or short the script would be how did you find out about well, that they, if I'm not mistaken, I think they might have even sent me the whole script. I mean, again, it was that time where, you know, people weren't kind of petrified about releasing material. Now yes, you get yeah. to get you, get, you just get your sides. Um, but um, the woman who's called, what's her name? She casts all the comedy stuff. Oh, God, I feel embarrassed to remember. Forget her name. <laughs> no, she's BBC casting comedy lady, and she's brilliant. And she cast me in that. And of course, as I said, uh, uh, John was in the room. Um, yes, they did. And they said to me, that it's what, and, and that's an, oh, yeah, the, the other part of the requirement was they needed somebody who was going to who had enough about them to give you some flavour with yeah. the word because you, you only had one word. Yeah. yeah. So, and, of, yeah. and again, for me, it felt like a, it, it felt like finally because it's like I enjoy the creative play element of acting, which is you know how do I how do I take that one word and reinvent 
and re-say it and respond in the, do you know what I mean yeah, it's so very expressive it's, isn't it yeah, one, yeah you have one, one word to play so, with didn't you so, so, so it becomes basically Gary becomes X for every response and, yeah. um, and, and I think part of that was you know it's part of the joy of that was when, I, when I'm saying it I'm, I'm, I'm in my head I'm, I'm responding in the real life you know? Yeah. So when you know when 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 he asks me, is, is it hot, Gary? And I'm like, Gary, Gary, Gary. Yes, it's hot. Yes, it's effing hot. Yes, it's you know. And as long as I remember that, so Gary becomes just floats above my head, and what I'm trying, you know, I'm conveying what's really going on, and I think that's what. Again, I think that's also what lands. I think uh, yes. is a kind of a perfect marriage, and that's when people understand the scene. I just want something out. I think <laughs> you you can relate to Pikachu. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, Pika Pika. P- that's all Pikachu yeah. says is Pikachu, like a Pokemon. That's I'm going to take your word for that. The other lads are looking at me like, what the hell are you talking about? So I've got a 10 year old son, I know what I'm talking about. I think there's absolutely no mistake that children respond to colour and to sound in that kind of way. They're very kind of, it's, they're very clear, yeah. they're very expressive. Yeah. And of course, you know, and of course, you know, as we grow up and grow older, we become a lot more sophisticated. But actually, there's, it doesn't mean that there isn't a, a space for that really clear, simple, it was like, you know, it's like slapstick, or it's like, there are many, many ways and genres of how to communicate. And I think what John did in that was, create a world where you know yes it was realism of course it was but then there was also a, a world of slightly heightened fact you know it was slightly heightened you know the idea that this guy's going to be you know fed it was, it was just a, a very very clever comedy of errors really yeah absolutely clever. so do you still get people shouting gary at you and you're walking down the street i do actually yeah i mean it's quite common yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> there isn't a week that goes by without somebody asking me are you Terry? Oh my God, Terry! <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. How do you normally respond to that? I'm quite good like that. I mean, I'm very kind of, you know, I, I feel. Look, I'm not one of those actors who believes. I don't buy this thing about you owe your audience. You know, I don't believe that. I, I, you know, I think you know. Of course, I'm grateful to audiences and all, but I don't also. I'm not public property. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah, not yeah, of course. Also, also gracious, and you know, I, I try to learn to be gracious and appreciate that. You know, for them, it, for somebody who's a fan, it means something to them. So you know, I, I, it, it fills me with pleasure to be able to. Sometimes I'm not in the mood, and you know, sometimes I might, for instance, in the morning, I'll be feeling and looking rough, and they'll be like, "Oh, can I take a bit?" And I'll be like, "I'm really, really sorry. I'm, I'm I've just woken up, and I don't like. I, I'd rather not have a picture. But how are you doing? And I hope you have a great day." And, and I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's like everyone, isn't you know, it? You know, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is, I don't. I'm not, I, don't, I am not Gary. Do you know no. my name's Nabil and I have a whole life? Yeah. <laughs> having, said that, having said that, it's always a pleasure where possible um, to acknowledge and to kind of celebrate that kind of, um, you know, that contribution. Yeah, so, you're, you're, you're lovely. You're so lovely. So, Nabil, what was it like working with Sir David Jason and Nick Lindhurst on set? Um, that was quite an experience because, again, you know, he's got, um, this is such a huge character yeah. uh, in terms of, you know, in the in the kind of, public domain uh, he was a lot more private he was a lot more um, kind of uh, yes. you know, I, I, I would lie I would be lying to say that I spent hours with him chuckling that yeah. was not the case my experience was that he was very professional and he did his own I didn't really have much you know believe it or not aside from the scenes and he was incredible I mean it was like watching a not like it was watching an expert you know, yeah, yeah. You know like a, a, a professional sports car I mean he was quite he was quite elderly then you know he was pushing on then yeah. um, and um, but he you know very very funny and you know um, and clearly 
his show, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 it was an honour to work with him, but I can't, you know, that, that was it. It wasn't, I never felt like, if I was to see him down the road, I could probably say, hi, it's Gary, and he would acknowledge me. Whereas, for, for instance, with Nicholas, we got on really well. I mean, mm. there was a lot more, I don't know what it is, maybe we just connected more. Yeah. I mean, at one point, for instance, Nicholas, Oh, it's one of the nicest things anybody's ever done. After the show at the at the BBC, the live studio audience, he said, "Nabil, I want you to introduce you to my mother." And he took me and he took me to meet him to to meet his mother. And he said, oh, "This is Nabil playing Gary." And I'll never forget this. He'll probably forget he ever said this. But he said, uh, "This is Nabil. I'm really going to enjoy watching your career explode." Oh, that's so nice. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah. Such a gesture of very open-hearted individual and, and subsequently like literally what 10 years on because this was you know a few years ago he was filming outside um you know there's that thing that he does with dennis waterman and um, kind of a detective police thing yeah, yeah, yeah. All characters. Old trick. And so he was filming yeah. and bizarrely enough the guy who was directing it i knew a chap called brian grant so i went up to brian i was like brian hello how are you doing so i'm filming this and I said, oh, my God. And I said, is that Nicholas Lindsay? And he goes, yeah, yeah. And I thought, I wonder whether that, you know, I, mean, I haven't seen him for 10 years. So I stood by the side and I looked at him and I just went, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. his whole face lit up. And I went over and gave him a big hug. Oh, wow. Oh, that's amazing. It was just amazing. lovely. And he was like, you know, asking how you were. Just a very, just a very open-hearted chap, yeah. you know. The, interest, the interesting thing is that you've both got something in common that you don't like watching yourself back or you don't, make a point of watching yourself back. So I know that uh, Mr. Linhouse has, has often said in the past that he just can't stand to, to watch an episode back thinking that millions of people have watched it. So you've both got that in common. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I mean, I'm trying to get over that just from a practical point of view. And I think, I get why it's difficult, but I think it's something that I'm really challenging myself on because just from a technical point of view, mm. you know, if you can distance yourself enough and look at it as... A, I can't do anything about it now. It's gone. <laughs> and B, if there's something that I, I, I can alter going forward, I will. Yeah. Or C, if there's something I'm doing that really works, well, that's interesting. I'll hold on to that. Because people forget, or people maybe don't realise, that acting for screen is also a technique. There's a, te there's a technical aspect to it. You know, wh where you place yourself in relation to the camera really tells a different story. Yeah. So, for instance, you know, if you're looking at a certain way, if, for instance, if, for instance, you know, I used to have a tendency of kind of talking down, and who wants to see the top of your head? Nobody mm. wants to see the top of your head. So, you know, if there all these things that, if, you know, obviously you, you count on the director to really guide you through that. But there's no harm in taking some personal responsibility for how you how you look on camera. So nowadays I do tend to watch myself back, actually. Mm. That's good. Good to hear. I'm glad you did. Yeah. You did an amazing job. Oh, well, so I mean, <laughs> look, you know, it's... I often say this, and I'm not... I'm not this is not me being kind of uh, minimising what you've said there or, you know, shying away from the compliment. You know, of course I have a part in that. There's no doubt about that. But you know what? I think the best kind of work is when you can get out of the way of the work. You know, it's about get. It's about... Allow being that kind of, you know, adding your little sprinkle of gold, mm. but actually there needs to be something there, you know. Mm. So, it's, you know, I can only do what I do because the writing was so good. Yeah. Well, it's fair to say you were a star of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Strange Shore, definitely. Yeah. yeah. People think yeah, of Strange as a Shore, they think of the catchphrase. I mean, like I said, it was just a great experience for sure. We tried getting you on the podcast a couple of months back, but you went to the Early Fours and Horses musical, I believe. That's right. Tell yeah. us a bit about that. What are your thoughts? Oh, I 
loved it. I absolutely, I mean, I really loved it. I thought it was, first, it was a really well put together um, musical. And what I mean by that is it's suddenly, it's like not a surprise that it was so good. I mean, White House is, again, he's a genius. He's, he's a genius. Yeah. And one forgets that, you know, with somebody like this, somebody with that kind of quality creating. And I just thought it was, the songs were great. I wanted to buy the soundtrack, but I couldn't locate it. It's just come out. It came out last week, I think, the soundtrack. Oh, my God! I'm going to buy that. That's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's on iTunes and Spotify. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I've been playing on a loop for that. I'm so glad you've told me that. I thought the songs were brilliant. They were really funny. Really funny. Really well put together. Really well sung. And, and, you know, I was fortunate enough to be... um, invited by the producer as a, basically as a guest oh, and I took my brothers along and so part of that was that I was able to meet all the cast archers they were you know they were certainly they sounded and seemed keen to say hello you know they were familiar with who I was and yeah. we all had a group and then we all had a group photo taken together which was great. just amazing so it was great man I mean, the lead actor I can't recall his name but he's both of them the guy they're all Tom, good, Tom Bennett and Ryan Hutton yeah yeah I mean, they they, them guys are solid, man. Really, really solid. It was a real joy. We had a brilliant and a beautiful night. There's no doubt about it. Big yeah, thumbs up. Yeah, we thought it was fantastic, didn't we? And we, we we didn't sit very close to the front. We sat on the the front balcony. But to me, it was just like watching the show. It was a really surreal experience. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I really, really liked yeah. the show. But they, they, the cast of that musical seemed like they got a good uh, relationship behind the scenes. They've been doing these on hundreds of shows now, so they've obviously built up a good rapport. But yeah. Well, I mean, you know, listen, here's the thing. Whoever knows what goes on behind in the in the corridors and in the you know you may you know I've heard of, you know I mean I've heard of situations where people who are on tour together they, they go out and they perform they're brilliant but they hate each other when they're playing. yeah, so yeah. Knows, what, but what I would say is that the level of professionalism and the level of kind of play and I think look it's like things are kind of infectious aren't they so for instance if we if, if there's a culture of joy and celebration which that show is. It's really hard to be kind of miserable in that. Mm. It, kind of, it, it kind of, you know, it buoys you up. And then suddenly, like, by the end of it, you're like, oh, I'm in a good mood. Well, it's because you've been laughing and dancing and singing and celebrating. Yeah. If you, you know, certainly the, ad, the kind of, you know, the opposite of that is, you know, I've done shows which are quite heavy and quite intense, and suddenly I feel kind of heavy and kind of intense, and like, yeah. I need to kind of have a drink or something to shake it off. So um, I think it's, again, a tes- testament to the writing and to the to the creative team who put it together. I think they're doing a great job. Amazing. Well, we're really glad that you enjoyed it. So, Nabil, what does 2020 look like for you? Have you got some exciting projects coming up? Well, look, 2020 is, is exciting. Uh, this year has been great in terms of getting back into some screen work. I've, I've been quite theatre-heavy. 2018 and 19 and 2018 and 2017 I was quite you know I was out in New York doing a play for nearly a year and then I was doing a play in the West End and the national uh, tail end of 2018 it was which was uh, Oslo which was an amazing play um, that also went into the Harold Pinter but after that me and my agent decided that let's really focus on some screen work and no sooner had I said that then I got a regular um, series regular on BBC One's show Argo with with um, the, the 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 amazing, very very sweet and kind Michelle Keegan. She's so good. She's yeah, so good. Yeah. She's you know she's she's she really is something quite unique. It's certainly my experience, and I and I don't say that lightly. I mean I, I'm not one of those actors who goes and loves every actor because you know we're people and we might not all get along. You know, but yeah, she was sure. really special. She really 
one of the most conscientious, hard-working people I've ever come across. And, um, and you know, let's have it right. I mean, she has all the tools at her, in her arsenal to be a complete diva if she wanted to be. I mean, she's beautiful to look at. She's smart. She, you know, but she, none of, she's, she's so humble, full of graciousness. And it's not fake. It's actually right. real. It's quite, I said to her, you must thank your parents. They've got such a lovely job with you. Yeah. <laughs> hey. But we did a great, you know, we, we had fun out there for three months. And, and I'd actually extend that compliment to the cast, period. I yeah. mean, you know, there were some great, really, really lovely actors involved. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed working with them. Well, it was kind of almost like having a theatre company. Yeah. The actors, you know, a couple of them I've become very close friends with. You know, but but there isn't one of them that I have. You know, that I don't feel. You know, say the name. I'm like, oh yeah, my heart kind of warms up. I'm mm. Like, yeah, those. Oh, they're a good bunch. They are. They were great, and I and, and I think the show is going to be good. It's a really, you know, they go back to Afghanistan, and some of the ghosts of um, of Michelle Keegan's character come back to haunt her, and um, and I play an Afghan officer, and uh, I'll, and I'll leave it at that. But it's a very I think it's, it's good. I, th- I was happy when I saw some of it in ADR. Wow, so okay. I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. I think, you know, I think it's great and it's and it's, it's quite, you know, it's a, it's a departure. There's nothing necessarily comedic about it. But, yeah, it's, I think it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Let's just say that. Yeah. So, um, so that's coming out. And then and then I had the fortune, and I'm allowed to say now because it's on my IMDb, but I did a bit of work for Terence Malick. Right. The, 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 the great auteur. Um, and I think that's one of the things that I like about that I'm really proud and feel quite privileged about my career. I can go from doing EastEnders to doing, you know, working with Michael Winterbottom on, early on in my career. To then wow. doing, you know, That's comedy, amazing. You know, going, and then working with Terence, Terence Malick. I mean, it's yeah. like, what that? What? 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 Wow. <laughs> yeah, you've had an amazing career. I was looking. At, I was looking on IMDb a couple of weeks ago, and I, I noticed that you've been working on. Is it uh, his Dark Materials? Yeah. Well, we did that as well with Tom Hooper. I mean, that again. That experience was incredible. That, that's now been on, um, and um, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm loving the show so far. Yes, yeah, hugely but, you know, popular. Then, yeah, and then and then I went and then I went off to do this bit of work for Terence Malick, and you know, he's one of my heroes. I mean, Tree of Life and The Thin Red Line. Are two great movies. Now you know this probably are like kind of movie bust movies, um, but you know, you know. So, so th- th- those things, and also I did um, a bit of work for another brilliant director called Antoine Fuqua. Now he he won the Oscar for, if I'm not mistaken, what Denzel did for Training Day. Ah, oh, so what a great film! That's yeah, an amazing he, film. He's, oh, he's doing another film called Infinite, which I was uh, involved in, and um, that's going to be exciting. So it's been a lot of good screen stuff in terms of what's coming up well there's some exciting things coming up fingers crossed and um, i'm doing some i'm doing a kind of a pilot for um a really really funny uh writer called andy osho she's a she's a comedian and an actor and um and uh, now a friend and she she is you know she's developing something which i think is really really funny we're doing the pilot in january so it's kind of a comedy uh, and uh, and I, I don't think I can say anything more than that for the moment. Okay, that's, that's fine. Be, that's very exciting. That's going to be exciting. Nice um, there's a, a, a show that I'm a, a, a show that I'm developing with uh, Amanda Meeling, who's a, who's an actor. She's probably most well known for her work on. She's I think she's on Casualty at the minute on the whole, but she's kind of a you know a household name here. And her husband uh, Richard Sainsbury, who's who's written a brilliant. Comedy drama, uh, which um, which we're all developing together, um, and we're hoping to 
to, to see if somebody will be pick that up. So we've got some, you know, moving more into kind of developing things as well. Sure, it sounds um, like you've got a really yeah. exciting future, especially yeah, in twenty twenty. So, you, know, you know, and uh, you know what? You know, look, uh, it's been good to me. This career has been good to me, and I have no reason. Uh, you know, I have. I kind of try and work from the place that the world is for you, not against you. So yeah. You know, so you've got a lovely attitude. That's why you do so well. I think you're clearly a lovely person, and I think that that will get you a long way. I wouldn't go that far, but I, mean, <laughs> look, I, I, I'm, I can be lovely and I can be abhorrent. And I think knowing that both of those are available keeps you centred. You know, you're clearly versatile as well in the different roles that you've done. Yeah, in, yeah. No, I do. I do happen to. I'm very lucky like that. So you know, I feel very. I, you know, I feel grateful. You know, and listen. Here's the other thing. I have a lovely family. I have a lovely girlfriend. You know, and um, you know, and they're well and they're healthy, and you know what life is like, man. Real life is, is you know, real life has its equal measure of tragedy. Yeah, I can agree more. You know? And yeah. it's like you know how we main. So when we've got these things that we can talk about, you know, it's not, you know, it's in the knowing that wow, what, how, how lovely it is because I don't have to take care of elderly sick parents because my parents are healthy at the moment. Sure. You know? So there's a lot of gratitude for that, you know. And yeah. and one day if I will and I have to, then I'll enter that in the same spirit. But for the moment, people are well and healthy and I'm working. So what's there to complain about, please? What, what a great attitude. Yeah, Nabil, we're, we're doing... Um, this is the 30-year anniversary since the Jolly Boys outing episode. Um, just quickly from you... From that, from from your times of watching it, have you got a favourite moment from that show, from that episode? Um, oh God! I mean, like, <laughs> my, my, my moments are kind of like the, the iconic ones. I mean, there's there are so many, but you know, I certainly love the stripper. I love the stripper. And 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 here's the other thing: is that, that for me, that exploration of like relationship, you know, like yeah. expectation and relationship. Like, yeah, yeah. of course, they dress it up and it's all fun. But, you know, the reality that she says she's an actress but she's doing all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, one can't help, well, you say you're this. So the cleverness, it's a bit like, it's a bit like singing in the rain, right? So singing in the rain, I don't know if you remember it. Yeah. You know, you've got Frank, yeah, Sinatra, yeah, well, not, uh, not Frank, bloody Sinatra, bloody, what's his name? Um, Dick Van Dyke. What? No, 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 what's his name? Singing in the rain, the main... Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly, Gene Kelly. So you've got Gene Kelly who meets this woman who says she's an actor and she loves Chekhov and she loves Shakespeare and she's kind of a highbrow actress. And of course, where does he meet her? He meets her in some dancing thing where she's dancing as a woo-woo girl and it completely (laughs) breaks his heart. Now, obviously, so, so it's a similar thing, you know? They have this connection and, of course... You know, Del Boy has presented this person who he's not. So that whole thing explores authenticity yeah, in, yeah. In, in relationship. And, you know, and I just, uh, see, bizarrely enough, I like the drama that comes out of all of that, you know? Yeah. So it's not just the kind of comedy ha-ha moment the chandelier dropping. Mm. Because for me, those are like the exclamation marks. The real connection for me is, you know, Oh, I love you, bruv, you know. Yeah. Or, just, or, or I'll be with you, doesn't matter. It's yeah. those, that's why the show's so, so, so popular, isn't it? That's, that's my point, exactly. Do you know what, it's, it it's the drama as well as the comedy it element, ta- isn't it, it? I think it taps into that really deep human pathos, do you know what I mean? That's really what it taps into. Couldn't agree more. That's fantastic. Well, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, and thank you so much for giving up your time. It's been so amazing to have you on the oh, show. Bless, thank you, Nui. Bless you guys. Well, I really, uh, you know, yeah, it's been great, and thank you for asking. And I really look forward to hearing it eventually. Can we have? Oh, can we have one more Gary from you before we go? Of course you can. <laughs> have. 
<laughs> thank you, Nabil. Thanks, Nabil. Have, have, have an amazing evening and have a fantastic Christmas with you and your lovely family. God bless you. You too, Nabil. Bonjour for now. Take care, mate. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye bye. Bye, Nabil. Bye. 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 bye.